This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Sam's Plants. Hi, I'm Sam. I love plants. Other plant stores don't love plants. They say they do, but I've asked their plants and it's bullshit! <clears throat> uh, I've got beautiful ferns and funny cute daisies and a flirty ficus <laughs> and a real loose orchid. <laughs> Oh, uh, look, there's a, there's a sail in this bitch of a fig tree. Thinks it's okay to play around. <laughs> it's not okay. Just, just make an offer. 10, 20, I don't care. You know what, when you leave, just take the fucking fig tree with you, okay? Oh, if you're 18 and over, be sure to ask for access to the special succulent selection. Sam's Plants. I love plants. Hello and thank you for cracking a road soda. Now comes in cherry and vanilla. On this episode, a prominent businessman is at the center of a sex tape scandal. And social distancing totally sucks. And uh, that's pretty much it, guys. I hope you enjoyed the new sponsor. We just picked them up. Uh, it seems like an all right guy. Uh, Sam's plant, dude. Um, folks... This is, as you can probably already tell, this is a road soda, road soda, road soda shot, road soda, road sh fuck. I think I'm having a, a stroke. <laughs> road soda light or a road soda shot, however you want to say. Um, this is a light version. We just, we're just going to do the news and we're going to talk for just a little bit. Uh, here's the story right up front in your intro. Past couple mornings, like uh, say Wednesday, Thursday. To Friday mornings, I'm waking up, I'm feeling like I got a tender throat. That tender throat, the, the throat you're feeling when you got a cold, like when you cough, like when you're afraid to cough because you know it's going to hurt, that kind of shit. And it's not that bad. It's just very mild because I have my tonsils taken out. I used to have strep throat and all that kind of shit, like chronically. Like my tonsils were so big, the doctor was like, we just got to take them out, man. Then the swelling's not going down. It just always fucked up, right? So they ganked those things out. And since then, it just never really got that bad. I've been sick and I get coffee, I get phlegmy, but it's never ever like a problem. I really don't notice it. But so I get, I'm feeling this tenderness and I got the weekend coming up and I'm not afraid about me shit in the bed. I'm not afraid about me getting hurt or, or like catching this thing. I'll fucking, I'll go make out with somebody who's got this shit right now. I don't care what I, because you know, I'm, I'm like, right in the meat of, of the, the people that get it and they don't even know. They're the ones that are just taking it all around town and giving it to people. And, but everybody that I love, like every, all of my favorite people are the most susceptible. So like my parents who are old as shit and my kid who is young as shit. So that really sucks for me. So this, or I mean, it sucks because I, I made a decision to, to not, see them this weekend, which means I was not able to do the, uh, record the podcast how we usually would like, because I couldn't even go get my equipment because my equipment is at the house where they are. And, um, so I would have to go get that equipment and I just don't even want, like, I don't even want to risk that shit. Like I couldn't, 
I know for a fact that if my parents caught it, it would be for me, especially because I know that my father doesn't like, doesn't really go anywhere. doesn't do anything. And I'm the only person I run out. I'm all over town. I'm doing shit. And then I go over to his house and he gets fucking sick. Like it would be directly like, there's no if, ands or buts. Like I killed him. I couldn't live with that. Right. Um, and it really, really sucks because it wanted to, you know, hang out with my son every fucking weekend. Like I live for the weekends for, for that reason. And of course, so he couldn't do the podcast. So I made a decision just to do this kind of short little thing. And it stinks because last week's episode was, f- was f- uh, fucking awesome to say the least. Like I went back and I listened to it and it's a good fucking vibe. The audio is fucking good. Everything about it. Like that's, I felt really, really good about that last episode. And I'm, I'm excited to bring you that train, but I want to leave you with something. I want to leave you with the thing that I've been thinking about myself in this time is like we've been blessed with time right now like our schedules are so fucking packed and yeah like oh you could sit around be your family be with your family look i'll tell you right now a lot of domestic abuse cases happening right now and that's that's all fine and good but there's usually it's usually good to not constantly be around the people you love right but what you can do is once all you motherfuckers are done with your 10,000 piece puzzles, which every motherfucker I've seen has been doing a puzzle, like uh, Greg was doing a puzzle, right? <laughs> Everybody's out here doing a puzzle. And uh, well, once you're done with that, like go, write your script, do something. Here's a fun fact. I learned this on Mysterious Universe, right? The uh, Shakespeare really only wrote his best shit within like a really short time frame they think he wrote 10 plays over 10 years did one a year that's the way they think but now he did it in like spurts and one of those spurts was in the the late mid late 1300s when the fucking plague was going around and shakespeare was an actor and he was acting in all these plays and they go around to like schools and shit and they'd act and or wherever the fuck they were like a traveling show but then the plague and they had a social distance they're like nah fuck this shit we can't be bringing everybody around to do this so Shakespeare went, hold himself up in a little cabin somewhere, and he his ass wrote Macbeth and shit. Like, he wrote four plays, some of his best works. And I'm telling you right now, at the end of all this, we are going to see a boom of fucking art. Because not, not just from the depression, which that'll do it. A, a big world event, you get a lot of depression, everybody gets sad, they make great art. But the time, we were given time right now to just make some shit. All our artists who are like all the comedians where it's mandated they can't fucking do their job. They're all going to be cranking podcasts and they're all going to write the best shit you've ever seen. Because there's so many comedians that just don't really write. Like, yeah, they write new stuff every year. But like the way they write is just it. So much of it is incorporated with being on stage. And now you're going to take that stage part away. They're going to be writing differently. They're going to be doing this shit differently. And I think they're going to write, like, people are going to write a lot of movie scripts. We're going to see a lot of amazing movies. Like, I guarantee you in the next couple years, some of the movies we're going to see, some of the music we're going to hear is going to be some of the best of our goddamn generation because of this time, and because of the depression of it. That's just, that's just how shit is, right? That, that, that shit being said, I'm fucking taking that bulls by the, I'm taking that bull by the same fucking horns and I'm, uh. I'm using this as an opportunity to put more effort into the things, to the aspects of the podcast that I uh, kind of just, you know, it's like just need that need love. They need fucking love in TLC, baby. 
So uh, that's what I'm excited for. Hopefully by not even next week, um, I'm able to say that I'm comfortable enough, like taking my temperature all the time. Everything's gro- good and groovy. But like next week, I'm, I'm really looking forward to being back with Justin. Getting, uh, we want to, that's the other thing. We are supposed to have Grant, my man, shout out to Grant. I know you're listening. Mr. Grant Pettit was supposed to be on this episode. He was going to jump on. We weren't sure how we were going to do it. If we were going to do like a whole episode or maybe just talk to him for a while, do like one segment, like one talk segment. But either way, he was going to be on this episode. And just because I don't, I can't even get my equipment. Uh, there's just no, because if I got the equipment, then I could have done like a, um, I could have just done a, uh, what's it called? Like a remote episode. Where everyone's on, on Skype, which is not the best, but it's still, at least you have like a full episode, right? Anyway. Here we are, folks. I hope you enjoy the new segment. I had a lot of fun in the new segment, and uh, I hope you like the uh, the sponsors that have been picked that picked us up in this time. I mean, they're trying to sell shit. We're still out here cranking them out, so that's why the that's why the sponsors are coming to us. And uh, oh yeah, I know Grant left a he called in, left a message. I have not heard it yet, so I might actually even cut this out. Like if he starts saying something specific to like a certain aspect of the episode or something, I'll cut it out. Uh, but let's, uh, let's see what he says. Also, it's really upsetting because we're not talking about S- Tiger King. Hopefully this isn't about Tiger King because, dude, that was awesome. Hey, oh, I, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Which one is first? Let's see which one is first. This one is 5.15 p.m. This one is from... This one was the first one. All right, let's go. Here we go, Mr. Pettit. Hey, it's Grant. Uh, calling with kind of a late review of Round Guard. Um, oh, okay. Game was kind of fun. Um, I, I like the idea of it, but I never really could understand the physics of the bouncing. So I feel like the, I, maybe maybe I just couldn't judge it. But uh, as far as like continuing to get better at the game, I feel like there was such a large element of luck that uh, everything was just sort of random. Uh, the very first run that I played, I got further than any of the three or four that I tried after that. So kind of gave up on that game. Um, didn't really hold my interest. Again, there's a lot of other things I can do while I'm pooping. So um, for a shower thought, um, this isn't so much one that I've had recently, but I remember as a kid wondering a couple of different things like, what if everyone else is aliens and they're just, you know, lying to me and I'm not, I'm the only one who's not an <laughs> alien or... What Uh-oh. if everyone else is, or what if I'm like mentally handicapped and everybody <laughs> else is just humoring me or uh, patronizing me or condescending to me? Um, so there's my thought. I have since lost my paranoia. But, uh, <laughs> good luck with the episode. Bye. Dude, that's so funny. There is a, um, oh man, there, there's like a, a video, a clip, I think it's for a TikTok that they play on your mom's house. Oh, they played it a couple different times, and it was this this girl, and I think she's actually kind of famous on the talk. I don't know because I'm not really on there, but she she goes, "Have you ever wondered if you're actually retarded and everyone else is just lying to you?" And apparently, that's like a really common question. <laughs> that's like a really common question that people ask themselves, as you have just stated. Because I'm not sure if you've uh, if you're on board with the your mom's house or not, but. Um, Everybody that they showed it to on the show also was like, yeah, I've thought about that. <laughs> All right, so here, here is a uh, – and you guys can call in too. 
Here we go. Uh, this is also. Um, Super Impossible Road. A lot of fun. I generally hate racing games. Um, I'm frustrated. Oh, okay. So he's calling about. Uh, I'll just stop that one right there. So uh, uh, that was Grant. He was calling about Super Impossible Road. That is the arcade game for this episode. Uh, but this episode. We're not going to be doing the arcade, which is Super Impossible Road, and we're not going to be doing the Tiger King, which, of course, everyone has been talking about Tiger King ad nauseum. Still not over it, though. Like, everyone's talking about coronavirus. Over it. Totally over it. Tiger King? Not over it. I don't know if I can get over it. They're supposed to be releasing a new episode this week. So when you listen to this episode of your mom's house, not your mom's house, this is not your mom's house. Wow, Isaiah. When you listen to this episode of Road Soda, holy shit. See the fantasies I'm living in? <laughs> when you listen to this episode of Road Soda, you will uh, uh, know that this week at some point the that Netflix is releasing a special episode. At least I, I saw a headline to an article that I did not click and I did not read, just like my dad does and I make fun of him for it. But it looked all right. It looked legit. And plus I know that Netflix actually did show up at like a production team did show up at the the I don't know if you saw the tweets about it that was a tweet from Netflix and uh, they they brought a camera into the jail or, or into the little conference room thing that you can do conference call and they had a, a an interview with them so maybe they are just slapping something together because the fucking hype bro they know when they're on a wave they serve him bro they know when they struck it out of the park Damn, bro. But anyway, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about the Tiger King once we actually have people together. You don't want to hear me ranting about it, uh, so we'll 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 talk about it. we got our friends here, and we'll also talk about Super Impossible Road. That's the arcade game. You can send your thoughts in writing to roadsodamail at gmail.com or. You can call in 706-200-1213, leave a voicemail. I think the voicemail is like two minutes long is how long it can go. And uh, tell us what you think about some of that shit. But for now, enjoy this episode, enjoy the news, and enjoy. And now, another word from our sponsors. This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Poppy's Wigs. Welcome to Pappy's Wigs. Wigs so good you're guaranteed to not get a compliment. Is your wig old and smelly? Are you sick of people noticing your wig? Pappy's Wigs. No one will notice your wig or your money back. You want a toupee? We don't sell toupees. We sell wigs. My father was a wigger. My father's father before him was a wigger. And I'm one too. We don't make toupees. You understand? Don't go to wigs and things unless you want people to compliment your wig. Something like, hey Dave, nice wig. Then what do you say? Ooh, uh, th thanks? Poppy's wigs. Unnoticeable. No one will ever compliment your goddamn wig is what I'm trying to tell to you right now. It's the perfect wig. You know how hard it is to sell? Perfect wig? Nobody ever fucking notices if you've got a wig on or not. We've got the best goddamn wigs and we can't even fucking sell them. Poppy's wigs. Come on down to Poppy's wigs and get a wig today. Here's the weekly update. 
keeping you informed on the things you need to know. That's what this is. Uh, first, we have Hell Cruise. You guys heard about this? Hell Cruise, a cruise from hell? <laughs> what? Did, let me ask you. Ships with coronavirus patients dock in Florida. They finally, I guess they've a uh, couple finally docked a cruise ship that had at least two passengers die of coronavirus. Wait, while, okay, at least two. What does that mean? So other people, that means other people died. And it just wasn't, there were just people fucking dying on this shit. <laughs> there was just other motherfuckers dying on this shit. <laughs> A cruise ship that had at least two passengers die of coronavirus while barred from South American ports finally docked Thursday in Florida after two weeks at sea. Two and and uh days of negotiations with initially imagine you just get on a cruise ship and then you just get stuck there out in the water floating. The Zandam and a sister ship sent to help it, the Rotterdam. I don't know. Holland America initially said forty five people were mildly ill would stay on board until they recovered, but the docking plan released Thursday indicated that 26 passengers of 56 crew were ill. Wow. Okay, so it's spread around the ship. Then, you know what? I'm trying to find, I'm trying to dig some shit up in this, in this, in this for you. I'm digging here. There were 442 guests, six, oh, man, I don't care, man, about this shitty. All I know is that it was suck, asshole, to climb onto a cruise ship, expect it to be three days long, and then all of a sudden, you're just living on there indefinitely. You just, <laughs> every day is a fucking cruise. Every day you wake up, what are we doing again? We're going to the bar, trying to meet that, that 10 drink minimum for the third week in a row. Here we go. <laughs> At that point, are you still going to the guy that you know pours you the, the double shots because you tip him? Is that always that guy? They pour you just a little bit extra, the, because they're real strict. You got only ten drinks, but you go to that one guy and they're all doubles, right? It's probably all bullshit. He probably does it to everybody. That is expensive. I don't know why I plural. Uh, I said that's that's is expensive. <laughs> Here we go. Here's the two kids hospitalized eating. Whoa. Okay. How are we going to make this funny? After eating THC laced candy from Utah Food Bank. Wow. So again, I just read the, the headline and then I put the little, uh, but I think I saw somewhere in here, a food bank in Utah and police are investigating how THC infused candy got mixed in a food donation and led to two children being hospitalized. The, ha the church handed out food bags to those in need, and somehow, THC-infused candy medicine. <laughs> candy medicine. There's That's the funny part. Ended up in 63 of those bags. And out of the 63, only two went to the hospital. The rest of the kids weren't total prudes and knew what the fuck to do, and they kept their mouth shut. <laughs> And one kid at least went door to door and be like, hey, I know you don't really like the nerds, but uh, let me get some of those. And I, I, it says 
Oh my God. No. Look. Okay. So it says two kids hotspots after eating THC laced candy. They say laced candy as if somebody took this uh, regular old candy. Somebody went out and said, "Let me let me get this candy, and I'm gonna add. I'm gonna put what spray it on top. I'm gonna drip drop." THC on top and then sneak it to somebody. But the picture of it, it is nerds rope, but it's it. They made it that way. It's specifically they made the candy. Why you gotta do? Why you gotta play us like this with his headline? Say it, lace it. They laced the candy. Oh man, that's expensive. That is expensive though, for real. That is expensive. Sixty three, and from the looks like of it, there's a lot of THC. You can see a picture. You can check the article down in the the the, the show notes. And you can see, uh, there's like a little video and you can see how much, for 63 of them, that's just not cheap. It's a lot more expensive than regular nerds rope, I'll tell you that. Now, one kid going door to door, I know you're not eating that nerds rope. Uh, I know you don't really like it. I'll take it though. I'll take that nerds rope, cutting it up into pieces, selling it to older kids. That's how you got to play that game. The juice. That's what this one is called. The juice. And I kind of vaguely remember why I called it ju- the juice. And that's because UFC president Dana White, named as alleged victim in bizarre sex tape extortion case. Fucking the juice. That's what we call the juice in the biz, all right? That is some juice. You give me that drip, drop, drip, baby. And uh, this comes to us from sportingnews.com. You could read the whole article yourself. Let's start. Let's, let's dig in. UFC president Dana White has been named as the alleged keeping it fucking legit victim of a bizarre sex tape extortion all right we got it that's the headline the las vegas review journal reports white was named in a lawsuit last week in a relation to a sex tape scandal six years ago wow i should say what's the statute of limitations on a on a porno site how about that let me ask you that question sir uh the review journal reports that in 2014 white was set up by a stripper he had allegedly be allegedly again man They're like we just i don't know i uh, my sources say i don't know he's been seeing a stripper for a few months and that bitch set her up that bitch set him up the woman taped herself and white without white's knowledge having sex in their hotel room in brazil oh they do you dirty down in brazil baby do you dirty down in Brazil? I'll tell you what. The woman taped herself. Yeah. Uh, the, the paper reports. The woman's boyfriend. Or, oh, the boyfriend. That's not a boyfriend. That's a pimp. <laughs> Sir, I'd like to, like you to, uh, to say that is not a boyfriend. That is, uh, in fact, a pimp. Let me tell you, if it was your girlfriend, would you be allowing other people to have sex with her? I rest my case, sir. Thank you very much. That is a pimp. (laughs) Ernesto Joshua Ramos then attempted to extort $200,000 from White, who was married. Mm. Fucking pay the money. Get this guy out of here. 200. I'm sorry. Who do I make that out to? Fucking yeah, buddy. Ramos was arrested and charged over the extortion attempt in 2015. Ram- oh wow, they got him. But then, it, then everybody knows, right? He's probably thinking, man, this this whole court case is 
is costing me a lot of Ramos and his lawyer claim the UFC president offered him money up to four hundred and four hundred and fifty thousand dollars for not disclosing White's name after the case finished. Wow. Until last week. Look, man, that money round up. It's been six years. Some people, I mean, at least that's less than a hundred thousand dollars a year, man. Come on. I need some more. I need some more money for that juice. Why? Ramos pleaded guilty uh, until last week. And you know, his girlfriend, that fucking stripper, been pushing on. Come on, baby. Go get some more money from him. It was only known that a prominent Las Vegas businessman had been at the center of the extortion claims. Ramos pleaded guilty to the extortions. Well, I guess now that he's probably divorced from his wife, that's probably why we know it. Now he's like, fuck it, tell everybody. I got a fight coming up. I'm trying to sell some shit. (laughs) Dana White, sex tape extraordinaire test fucking sell those tapes i don't give a shit put it in the preview for the next fucking uh fight (laughs) ramos pleaded guilty to the extortion charges and served 366 days in prison but now that's that's why he got caught now i guarantee it i don't know this for a fact but i'm pretty positive that the reason is white now is because he's divorced from that wife i know it i know it I don't, I don't actually know. Like, I haven't looked it up. I'm not, but I'm, my senses are tingling. He called up White. He's like, yo, motherfucker, I need some more money. That's any, and, and White just laughed. <laughs> well, I divorced that bitch. <laughs> uh, and then it's, and he hangs up with him and he calls the fucking, uh, he calls the police. That is good. So that's your news, everybody. Maybe you can also look up on uh you could look up yourself and tell me you can call into the show 706-200-1213 leave a message is dana white still married to uh his wife from six years ago how about that i think jeff hughes might know something too about that all right everybody thank you for the news oh you can also write into the show at roadsodamail at gmail.com What did we learn in this episode? Huh? What did we learn in this brief, shortened version of our episode? I'll tell you what I learned. I learned where to get a wig. I learned, uh, let's see, I learned that Dana White is probably divorced. Most probably. I learned that this is the time when we are going to be creating shit. That's what I learned. And I'm happy that you guys joined us. And I, I hope that you take that shit to heart. And you do go out and you try to create something. Like if you're trying to write a script right now. Look, I just discovered NF. Alright. I'll put a link to his music video. The search. In the show notes to this. Because. And also you should check out When I Grow Up. Because I, that was the first song that I ever heard of NF. And I heard when I grow up and I was running and that shit was in my ears and I was, I was fucking here for it. Like I was, I was on it. Right. And then I heard the search and I, a brick, a brick was shit. It's the first time I ever heard this dude. And, and I played that song twice back to back right then and there. And since I've been like addicted to watching these reaction videos, like people sitting down to watch the search, uh, which is his newest. It, it was like the. 
he dropped that song to announce his album and then his album's already been dropped like it's already been since 2019 but like when i grew up it's just inspiring it's art i don't care whatever the art is if maybe it's this podcast maybe it's rap or a book or a movie like if you have a creative bone in your body fucking flex that shit right now like this is the time to be flexing that shit everything's still everything's fucking david cho the 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 most famous living artist like he's the he's he is the most valued living painter right now if he goes and he paints his name just like takes like a marker and writes his name on your fucking wall it increases the property value of, your, of the fucking building <laughs> by a great sum he makes all kinds of crazy shit like art and he makes some music with um like you know bobby lee somehow attacked uh, attached to it and shit because i think it's his his cousin but when he do when he does that he met he's got a band called mangchi hammer and i i think it's just the word hammer in in korean and then the and then hammer so mangchi hammer right and uh they just fucking lock themselves in a cabin out in the middle of the fucking nowhere with no electricity no cell phone nothing and then they they write the albums like this shit is a blessing I know it's kind. Of, I know it sucks for a lot of people, and I don't know who who out there is out of work or anything. And if you are, I fucking feel really bad for you. I really fucking do, and I'm not being sarcastic. And um, that shit's terrifying. It's scary, and I I hope that you've got somebody to to help you to help you out right now because it is it's fucking dark out there. And and if there is a way for you to sit down and maybe just try to make something, it's gonna make you feel better. It's going to make you feel better and it's going to be, and, and, and this is the time for it. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you crack a road soda next week. Hope you continue cracking these road sodas because bitch, you on the ground floor like right now. I don't know if you all see, but I posted a picture of the 100% retention rate over seven weeks. <laughs> There's not a lot of you, but y'all listening week after week and nobody's dropping. And that is incredible. That's crazy. Anyway, uh, I'm really, really excited for the projection of this podcast, and and I know we make a good show, and I'm glad y'all are here for it, and you're here hanging out and enjoying the show, and I hope you guys continue to be a part of the show, and I can't wait to see where all this shit goes, and of course, have a great week. Remember, be sure to go to sleep early. That's, that's shit. Go to sleep early, motherfuckers. <laughs>